Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, and I'm here to chatter down on the farm. I hope I'll get to brighten your day. I'll be here nattering again. I'm sure you know what that is. It's like chattering. And I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on the farm. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you again. Thank you so much for your lovely comments and messages. Today I want to natter on about organ donors and resolutions and a few other things. So before I run off and tell you more, let's have a look around the farm. You know, by the way, I have to say in my last show, you know, I got a little bit tongue twisted and tied, you know. Trouble is, as time goes on, I think it's got a mind of its own, you know. Yeah, me tongue, that is. <laughs> to be honest, I was getting into the seasonal spirit, you know. Well, you know, more spirit and less season, I suppose, you know. <laughs> it was free-flowing round here at the farm, you know. But not me lovely neighbour Alice's place, you know. Um, it's all carrot juice and lemongrass tea round there, you know. Trouble is, with that plan, she can never blame the hard stuff for actions, can she? <laughs> and what's worse is they say that lemongrass stuff, you know, it's an aphrodisiac. Oh dear, well, we'll leave that there, shall we? <laughs> the new year on the horizon. Most people have traditions or ideas of their own, don't they? But, for example, you know, Elsie the wife, she goes and looks through all the family photo albums, you know. They go back years. Way before them digital photos, of course, you know, they show the old family tree. I reckon it should have been cut down years ago, you know. <laughs> well, at least given a damn good pruning. <laughs> In the days when they sent them away, you know, from the pharmacy for processing, you know, most of them came back blurred or blank. See, they either broke the camera or the lab did, you know, a nice little job on them by blurring them to save other people seeing the results. Then there's the wife's other obsession, you know, with watching the same old movies every year, you know. Before the days of choice, the TV folks put on the same movies every year, didn't they? Every New Year and Christmas, stuff like that, you know. But for our Elsie, it's the sound of music, you know. Of course, now she's got her own copy, yep. And we have to face nearly three hours of her glued to it every time. Of course, I enjoy a good sleep in my favourite armchair, you know. A story about a virgin nun with seven kids and a Nazi subplot all set to music well <laughs> for me you know it's a bit unbelievable you know for a simple farmer isn't it you know anyway on the other hand when I was a young lad I used to think Julie Andrews was very nice you know but uh, I was quite upset she was a nun you know but um, then again you know as time goes on you realize it was only a movie after all <laughs> Then there are all those impossible seasonal TV movies, you know. Oh, every one of them seemed to star, you know, Dick Van Dyke, you know. Oh, now I always thought that was a very unfortunate name. <laughs> well, that was until I realised how much money he made with that DVD idea, you know. You know, copyrighting his initials. <laughs> On the subject of seasonal movies, though, another favourite is the old black and white, you know, Miracle on 34th Street, you remember that? Oh, yeah, very nice, you know, I quite like it. Puts everything in perspective, really, you know, and deals with one of them worst kind of prejudices, you know. Ageism? Yep. We're all destined for age, aren't we? No matter what race we are, or who we are, we're all going that way, you know. Still, can you imagine the modern version? I mean, you know, I mean, a guy has proved to be Santa Claus by the amount of mail he received at the courthouse, you know. Now, anyone who tells the cops or anything else, come and think of it, he's Santa, we will get locked up long before the courtroom, wouldn't he? 
Yep, they probably even throw away the bleeding key. <laughs> Added to that, nobody wants to write letters anymore, do they? You know, so that would be a problem. It will be done on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Yep, of course, he might prove he's Santa still. Yep, a little bit of carefully planned Russian interference should do the job, don't you think? <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me on my website at nednatter.com. While on the subject of New Year, they'll be dropping the ball in Times Square, won't they, you know? Well, Borrowed Rush dropped two balls this week. <laughs> no, not, not golf balls, you know, but two of them, yeah, yeah. So he sat down to lace up his sneaker. He was wearing his golfing shorts, though, and hadn't noticed the fire nest. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard the last of it, you know. Fortunately, he didn't show them to me. <laughs> Apparently, he looked something like prickly pears, you know. <laughs> Worse still, he went online, you know, to see how to treat the stings, you know, got into a real state about it. He discovered something far worse, yep. They turned out to be Brazilian fire ants. Yep, Brazilian. Progress reckons even the ants in his yard are illegal immigrants. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I can just see the poor old mucker building walls around their nest, can't you? <laughs> if you remember, last time we went to the beach for a louting, well, I forgot to mention we stopped at this so-called cocktail bar on the way back, you know. <laughs> Oh dear, the list of cocktails was long, but I decided to take one of the, men the menus home with me, you know. So I'll give you a few ideas, you know, based on the me the names, you know. So here, you here we go, with lovelies, you know. The first one up is Sex on a Beach. You know, I'd call that a sandy bottom, wouldn't you? <laughs> of course, a margarita, well, that's just salt on the beach, isn't it? <laughs> then there was Blood and Sand, yep, well... Must be a fight on the beach, eh? <laughs> then there's a few favourites like a Bloody Mary. Surely that's just domestic violence, isn't it? Screwdriver? Well, it's, it's quite a useful tool, really. <laughs> then there's the fancy ones like Tequila Sunrise. Well, yeah. Drink it at sunset and it becomes an hangover at the following sunrise, doesn't it? <laughs> then there's a Bucks Fizz. Well, that sounds a bit like the stuff I have for me heartburn, you know, the fizzy stuff. Then, the traditional ones, eh, you know, a Manhattan, well, it's just a man and a cowboy hat, isn't it, really? I usually steer them kind of jokes, but surely Irish coffee, that's iced tea. <laughs> then there were some I didn't know so well, like an old Cuban, well, that'd be old Castro, wouldn't it, yep. A bamboo, that's a funny one. Well, for me, that's just a kind of stick, isn't it? A south side, well, that jumps straight to me mind, because, the, you know, in the nearest town to me here, you know, they call that the hood. Yeah. <laughs> then a few oldies. A ginger mule. Well, here on the farm, that's simple. A drunken horse. <laughs> a Tom Collins. That must be Phil's brother. <laughs> then there's the sidecar. I call that luxury, you know. See, it's the only bleeding time I couldn't hear the wife's voice, you know. <laughs> then staying with women. There's a white lady. You know, surely that's an endangered species these days, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Couple of simple ones to finish up my list here, though. A last word. Oh, I like that one. Well, that, that'll be the day I bury the missus. <laughs> then there's the vodka martini. We've all heard that one, we know. Well, that's a British government subsidy. You know? Sorry, I might need to help you think about that one there. Well, think of 00 something, you know, remember him? 
Yeah, who's a vodka martini man, won't he? <laughs> then there's a cosmopolitan, you know, surely I'd say, judging by the magazine, that's a feminist cocktail. <laughs> and last up, there's the old Americano, you know, last but not least, you know, well, that's a lost American, isn't it? <laughs> this is the Ned Nat Show. And this is Ned Nat here with you. And when you can't find me, you can get me on my website at nednat.com. Right, me lovelies. I did say something about organ donors, donors didn't I? You know, but, uh, well, I was thinking of offering up your spare parts after death is a great idea, you know, I mean, it's better than burning them or burying them somewhere. I need a donor for me tractor, actually, too, you know, if anyone's got any spare parts for that. But, you know, I've been reading up on this organ donation thing, you know, and there's a few ideas that are pretty shocking, you know. The most unethical for me is a brain transplant, you know. Right now, me farmhand Ding Dang has been on the waiting list for five years. That's right, five years. See, they ain't found a rat that needs a brain yet. <laughs> yeah, see, though, you know, the brain waiting list is very competitive. They're always waiting for someone intelligent to die. You know, you imagine the kind of secrets they've got or, you know, knowledge or whatever. Hmm. Find out where the money's buried, eh? <laughs> Mind you, if the wife ever needs a tongue transplant, I just hope there'll be no donors, you know. <laughs> Mind you, unless it's from one of their monasteries, you know, where the monks have a vow of silence. <laughs> They get overworked an hour and need a day's rest. <laughs> then away from the old organ donation thing, you know, I've been reading up on this Botox stuff, you know. I've decided it'd be very useful on the farmer, you know. I heard it literally paralyses the nerves so you lose the movement in the frown muscles. So, it's supposed to last for months too, you know. Well, I'll be looking into that, you know. Maybe they could inject it into the wife's tongue and jaw muscles that way. Less nagging, less groceries. That's what I'd call a very useful thing. <laughs> and can you ever refuse an organ? That's what I want to know. You know, I mean, so you don't like it? I mean, say you want a rock organ instead of a church organ? <laughs> Myself, I like the sound of the rock organ. You know, that Hammond one, you know, very nice, very melodic, isn't it? <laughs> but seriously, with the rise of diabetes and heart disease, kidney, heart and liver... As a price tag. Yep, a price tag. An art's supposed to be worth like a million bucks, a kidney, half a million, and the liver all 250,000. Yep. Well, you know, I think I'm in the wrong business here, you know. Half a dozen eggs? Oh, don't even get close to half a dozen hearts, does it? <laughs> you know, I'm always reading them ads on me mate's Craigslist, you know, and, uh, well, but you know, now I've come across some new gems for you, you know. Well, it's the time of year when folks like to raise some extra cash, or better still, offer some stuff for free to clear out the yard, you know. So, I got a couple of them together for you, you know. This is Ned Nat here, with the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me on the website at nednat.com. There's a great one here to start up, you know, and it's a large oak tree, free, just take away and clean up after. You know, okay, so there's a photo. The tree's like a two feet from the house and about 50 feet high. Right, well, I suppose if you've got a chainsaw, know what you're doing and plenty of insurance, it's worth a try, isn't it? Well, as long as you don't want to replant it again, that is. Then there's all this curbside stuff, you know. 
Oh dear, a set of bedroom furniture from the 80s all been left out in the rain. I can just see all that particle board, can't you, inside, swelling up right now, full of water. It's the same with the free brown sofa. Mind, you know, could have been beige at one time, you know, it's one of them kind of things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then, in amongst the free stuff there, there was a little ad there called manscaping. I thought it was landscaping, I thought someone was doing it for free, but no, manscaping. This guy turns out he's looking for a woman to shave his head and down under, as he says, once a month. Well, he says he can't find a local barber to do it. Oh dear, well, I'm not too surprised. I just hope he's not a nervous man, though. You know, me old mum, Nan, she's got plenty of time on her hands. Trouble is, she still uses a cutthroat razor. Oh. Then the last of the day. A mobile home for 100 bucks. Yep, 100. The only trouble is, it's got that great tell-all, end-all statement. You remove. You know, someone stripped all the metal siding off it already. There's a nice-looking tree growing out the roof too. I'd say you remove it easy. Yep, with a nice fire or a well-planned explosion. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. You know, Elsie comes from a very old family. You know, her maiden name is Troglodyte. <laughs> a big family from Dorsetshire. And you know, they haven't involved much in the last 5,000 years. You know, my old dad, before he got ploughed in, was always fond of a set of cliched quotes. One of his favourites was never marry a pretty girl, young Ned. You know, they'd be running around all the time being chased by every man in town. You won't get a minute's peace. They'll give up worrying the sheep and end up worrying you. <laughs> I never had any trouble like that with your mother, he said. You know, yep, old Nan, you know, see I have the trouble with her now instead. Now he's gone. <laughs> the old bird, she's man-obsessed. Trouble is, they run every time they see her. Of course, I took the old muckers advice with the wife, Elsie. You know, she's far from a proverbial oil painting. <laughs> anyway, she don't run around. In fact, she has trouble moving at all. <laughs> Mind you, me old dad never had to consider the grocery bill, did he? All her and old Nan do is eat. You know, it'd be cheaper to chuck in the farming and become an wholesale food distributor. That's right. Whilst on the subject of the wife, yeah, sorry about that, she hates me going to the store. Seems I always get things wrong. That means I don't buy enough of the stuff she eats. Well, I had to go this time on my own, and one thing on the list was the toilet paper. You know, at one time you could walk in the store, you know, a simple choice, you know, based on how much it costs, or what you prefer, you know. Oh dear, no, not now. You take a bleeding calculator with you, don't you, you know? Mega size, have you seen them? 2 equals 4, 6 equals 12, 12 equals 24, you know. Their math's a joke, isn't it? 6 never equaled 12 when I was at school. I didn't even go to a good one. <laughs> you know, after confusing the hell out of me, I was ready with a bleeding tape measure to see if I'd even be able to fit it on the older, you know. Ridiculous, you know. Soon they'll be delivering the toilet paper on a truck, you know. Put it in your bathroom with a forklift. One equals 365. That's right, an old year's supply. <laughs> Only trouble, you won't be able to get in the room to use the toilet anyway. <laughs> Rush, my old neighbour, was very worried when I mentioned this problem to him. 
This is Ned Nat Area, the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at the website, nednat.com. Rush has always got something to say, you know. And when I told him I was nattering about organ donation, he said he reckoned he'd like a new bladder. Poor mucker. <laughs> anyway, he said it's nearly the end of the year and he wanted to put the record straight on something. Of course, I'm waiting for the political rhetoric, and I, you know, but uh, no, no, old Rush said driving the senator didn't help his bladder one bit. But the story goes way back to his childhood, yep. On the family homestead in Tennessee, they only had an outhouse. See, you know, they weren't, they were poor people, you know, and he reckons it's not fair for the listening folks to only hear after story. You know, so I thought, all right, all right then, Rush, let's hear it. You know, he said he didn't want to admit it before, but he's frightened of spiders, you know. I thought, well, yeah, spiders, Rush, you know, what's that got to do with it? You know, he said, yep, spiders, they lived in the outhouse, and poor old Rush used to hang on all day before going inside. <laughs> so to use his words, there are plenty of other nasty critters in there too. Oh, dear. <laughs> Skipner, me long-lost relative, has been on the phone again, asking if I want to buy a case or two of his Beaujolais Nouveau. You don't say it quite like that, but you know. <laughs> That's last year's wine in this case, with one of Skip's laser-printed labels on the front. <laughs> no thanks, Skip. I think I missed that one. He never gives up, the Skip. You know, um, he's like full-time con man these days, you know. <laughs> Life is tough, eh? And whilst on the similar subject, you know, me agent 50% is lining me up a new ad this week. But apparently, poor old mucker needs to spend a couple of weeks on vacation somewhere warm instead. <laughs> New York, the New Year, and not his thing. Poor old mucker. Where's he gone? Oh, somewhere warm. Oh, very nice. Yep, I see that. This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you can find me at thenednatter.com. I've got one book review today. You know, it's called Grow Your Own. A self-help hemp guide, it says, by Marcus Pothead. You know, I was about to burn it, you see. I said, you know, self-help there, but uh, I'm tired of them books. There's too many of them around talking all that drivel. But no, this is self-hemp. You know, it's a guide to growing purely medicinal herbs. Yep, it says that on the cover, but inside there's an entire chapter on finding a good lawyer. <laughs> and that isn't a good defence case. Oh, dear. I think I'll do me bit, though, for seasonal goodwill and chuck that in the charity box, eh? By the way, I didn't mention the New Year's resolutions yet, did I? Well, I asked around the farm and the family, you know, as well as me neighbours for theirs. And I'm going to let you know what I got back. This is Ned Nat here for the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednat.com. Well, resolutions, me old mum, Nan, is going to try and cut back on the booze, yep. She reckons she's going to get back to just four alcoholic drinks a day. You know, trouble is with old Nan, an alcoholic drink is usually the old bottle. <laughs> oh well, we'll see, eh? <laughs> Ding dang, me farmhand says he's just going to cut back. On what, I don't know. <laughs> the wife Elsie says she's going to lose ten pounds. Oh, well, that shouldn't be too difficult. Yep, she'll just have to skip lunch today, won't she? <laughs> Me daughter Dolly says she's going to learn how to count to 100. Well, Dolly, that'll be interesting. I look forward to hearing that, me dear. <laughs> then rush me neighbour, you know. 
I was waiting for his, and of course, he's going to try to be more fair and balanced. <laughs> well, I look forward to that rush, I really do. <laughs> Me lovely neighbour on the other end, young Alice, you know, she says she's going to adopt someone in the new year. Oh dear, well, that's something. And, uh, well... And me? Yeah, well, that's easy, isn't it? You know, I plan on keeping to doing me show, you know, giving you all a good laugh. And I think I put myself up for adoption. <laughs> yeah. This is Ned Nat here on the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednat.com. You know, everyone likes to sing that old Lang Syne thing, don't they? You know, at New Year. Yeah, I know most people can't spell it either, can they? Well, it's the old Scots, isn't it? Well... The old mum, Nan, she sings it whilst it in the sherry. In fact, she drinks it straight from the bottle. Gets through an old case in 24 hours. That's new you with Nan. Well, the wife, Elsie, sings along too, you know, only hitting anything that comes even close to her. But never a right note. See, the wife, you know, she's tone deaf. Yep. New Year's not really a great time here on the farm, you know, but um, i got to say, for me and all us crazy folks down here, to Medicine Farm in Florida, I want to wish you a happy new year, lovelies. You know, I look forward to nattering you in season two of the Ned Nat Show. So on that note, I better go. Until next time, I'm Ned Nat. Just remember, farmers are getting older and it's time some new blood came down on the farm. Give us an hand. Shite matters. Without us farmers, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, you know, your Wednesdays won't be as much fun all day. In the meantime, find me at nednatter.com. Come by and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And I hope you join me on the Ned Natter Show again and the next season. Like I said, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com along with them social media links. So drop us a line, say hello. So until next time, keep a smile on your face. Think positive, don't sweat that small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies, and a happy new year. <laughs>